Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Talks with Brie podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Simmons. Folks, I hope you are doing well on this long weekend that we are embarking upon. I hope your week has been awesome. Uh, Guys, my week was pretty good. In fact, uh, today, today was a bit of a struggle. I think because I knew that we're going into this long weekend, I just wanted to get through the whole day. Um, So I had a little bit of a concert on my desk, right? I don't know if anybody does this, but I tend to do either car karaoke or desk karaoke where I'm singing, but I'm not singing. There's no noise coming out of my mouth, Um, but I'm getting into the songs. And today I decided to listen to some 90s, early 2000s, some 80s, like love songs, you know, the Celine Dion, the Taylor Dane, the Berlin, the Bonnie Taylor, Bon Jovi. And oh my goodness, I was feeling every single song, every single song. It just took me back. Well, not back to that time because some of the music was before my time, but nevertheless, I felt it. I felt it y'all. And it was great. And before I knew it, the day was over and I was just ready to be home. I plan to enjoy my weekend to the fullest. I hope you guys have something planned on this first long weekend of the new year. Um, what else is happening in my in my world? Uh, you know, not much. We are, what, 12, 14 days in, 13, 14 days, depending on when you listen to this podcast. We are like two weeks in to the new year, almost halfway through the first month. And so far the weather has been mild. I don't know if, you know what guys, I feel like I keep doing these um, little weather updates, like, you know, it's a Brie weather talk or something like that because I'm always talking about the weather. Um, But the weather has been nice and I am enjoying this mild season. Hopefully February stays calm as well. And you know, we can just go out with a bang this winter season. So guys, remember when I mentioned that I'll be starting um, an additional series to the Outside Looking In series? Well, ding, ding, ding. Uh, This is the first episode um, in the Leap of Faith series um, where I will be interviewing folks who have either taken steps towards a major shift in their life, be it deciding to move to another state, country, shifting in their careers, or like me, taking a chance and starting something they've always wanted to do. Guys, this week, my guest is Candace Roach, aka Nurse Cans. <laughs> Candace is currently an adult ICU nurse in New York City. She has a background in the public sector with a degree in health administration. Candace's ultimate goal is to use her nursing career as leverage to build multiple streams of income through investing in real estate and other potential businesses. Yes, the girl's a nurse, but the girl got many hats, okay? She's she's wearing many hats and she has the potential to do so much more. So let me give you guys a little backstory. Candace and I actually met in 2010. Uh, we got off to a little bit of a bumpy ride. Um, you know, the Bayesian in her recognized the Jamaican in me, but we didn't know exactly what our faces were saying, if that makes any sense. If you know, you know, okay. Uh, but you know, somewhere around 2011, we both unknowingly decided to embark on a, on our natural hair journey. This led us to, you know, we got into a conversation. It's like, oh my gosh, girl, you're going natural? She's like, yeah, girl, I'm going natural. It's like, oh, me too. And before you know it, or as they like to say, the rest is history. Candace is one of my dearest friends. We have traveled together, supported each other. And in fact, Candace has been um, my accountability partner when it came to me starting this podcast. Uh, We would meet for lunch, um, brunch, dinner and you know we will just check in on each other and say hey girl what's going on she was like well what's what's the plan with the podcast you said you want to start the podcast what are you doing about it um what's the what's the business plan what do you need a business plan she was asking me all the questions and by the end of each dinner (laughs) or by the end of each meetup she would say well here's the expectation the next time we meet I need you to let me know what the title of the podcast is. The next time we meet, you need to give me a topic and vice versa because she herself is starting a blog. So (laughs) I'm holding her accountable for that too. So here we are. And I just want to say, Candice, welcome to the show. (laughs) 
Hey, girl. Hey. Thanks. For I know. Intro. <laughs> You're welcome. It's all true. Um, you know, I had to blow your spot up with your blog. That's coming because it is coming. <laughs> it's it's coming. Yes. <laughs> Just say yes. Yes, Sabrina. It's coming. Um, <laughs> you know, y'all don't pressure her too much. She's taking her time, but she will be doing the blog because we've discussed it. Um, Candace, you know, you like my little intro, but do you have anything else that you want to say to the people before we get started into these questions? <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. I definitely wasn't expecting you to mention a blog. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold it. I'm you don't have to tell them much about it, girl. I'm just letting the people know because you got to put it out there so that you can hold your feet to the fire. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. And what else? Um, I could add that most people don't know that this is actually my third degree. Mm -hmm. um, my first degree was actually vision care. So my first degree was in vision care. Um, I think that was, what, 2010? And then... Health administration was my second degree, and now nursing is my third degree. Multiple degrees. She just got degrees on degrees on degrees, okay? Uh, but, <laughs> you know, somewhere along the line, I remember while we were working together, you know, Candace is just like, ah, uh, this isn't it for me. Like, I want to do something more. I want to do something a bit more hands-on. And I was like, well, Candace, what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know. You know, we, we talked about different things, and somewhere I don't know was it 2000 like it was after we came back from Greece you were like I'm gonna do nursing and you know life happens <laughs> it, it was a it was a long journey and you're gonna get the opportunity to talk about that but I want you to tell the people how many years did you work in the public sector um we started around the same time so 2010 to 2020 is when I got my license in nursing so 10 years 10 years in the public sector 10 years so now most people would have you know probably just said okay you know what I've been doing this for 10 years I like it it's not that bad but there was something in you that said, no, I, this is not it for me, right? You're like, I want to do something different. Um, what made you decide to transition into nursing? So I think my transition into nursing, I think, well, that, first of all, it wasn't an overnight decision because it takes a lot of work just to get into nursing school. So I think I already had the bug from my family on my dad's side of the family, there's a lot of nurses on his side of the family. So I think it was already in me and I was trying to ignore it <laughs> for a while. But I, you know, I, I guess it was just a tug that kept coming to my mind over and over. And also, I just love healthcare in general. I always wanted to transition into healthcare. And then I went to all those information sessions for public health. And then I noticed the majority of the room were filled with nurses, physician assistants, and dental assistants. And they already had the hands-on experience that I felt I was missing. So I felt like I needed to get more hands-on experience before I go into, go deeper into healthcare. Right, that sounds good. Um... So you decided, you know, you, you got the bug, um, your aunts on your dad's side, they're all in nursing and you're like, this must have been ordained some way, somehow, um, because it's, it's just something that's been instilled in you all this time. And now you're bringing it out. Um, I want to talk about, you know, when you, when you finally decide to open up to a few people and, uh, say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to leave this place <laughs> and I'm going to do, I'm going to jump into nursing uh what was the transition like um or what was the reaction um from friends um some of your colleagues and also family what was that like uh first of all since you know growing up in a caribbean household they definitely especially for my dad he's like why don't you be a doctor it's like nursing why <laughs> Why, why go down to that level? Right. Step up. Yes, exactly. So, well, number one, medical school is expensive. <laughs> and um, I could, honestly, I was able to pay my way through nursing school on my own and go, nice. and go to work full time. So it was an easier transition to go the nursing route. And mm -hmm. still get to take care of patients either way. True, true, true. Um, you know, a lot of... A lot of people that I know who are nurses, they're like, listen, 
the doctors come in and they, you know, they, they do whatever they do. But I, I've, my cousin's a doctor and he'll, he'll tell you, he's like, I can't do half the things that I do without the nurses that I have because they really are the backbone of the whole structure of the hospital. So, you know, nurses play a really important role. Um, I think growing up in a Caribbean household or any immigrant household, right? Um, you tend to hear, you know, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be a judge. Um, because they're like a nurse. No, that's not, that's not good enough. You got to go higher without understanding sometimes the dynamics, you know, an organizational structure that the people that you think are the ones that are moving the needle, they might, they, they're not really moving the needle as much as they should be. Right. So it's always interesting to hear that perspective. Um, so, you know, your dad said that, but what about like your friends and, um, the colleagues that you shared it with? For friends and co-workers, I definitely kept a really close knit circle on that because it was, it was and it was uh it was very difficult to get into nursing school number one. So I didn't feel the need to share with everybody that I was getting into nursing school. It's when you want something bad enough, it's best to keep it close. <laughs> so maybe it was. It was you definitely and maybe two or three other people that knew in the office that I was going into nursing. And for friends, yeah, same thing. I still kept the close knit circle on that. Maybe two or three people knew I was trying to get in and they they kept me accountable, tried to keep me encouraged, especially going through the process, process of taking their prerequisites and, and entrance exams and studying. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very rigorous. So you, it's definitely not mm-hmm. something that I don't recommend that you share with the whole world until you're actually in the nursing program or right. probably not until you graduate. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I get because it's, it's a hard thing. So we talk about the fact that it's a very rigorous program and you talk about the fact that, you know, just getting in is hard. So talk to the people, tell, tell us what was your, and walk, walk us through the transition, right? Like, what was it like starting the process up to where you, you know, graduated, um, in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, first of all, I, if I had known we were going to have a whole pandemic in 2020, because I started nursing school 2017, mm-hmm. so we, we weren't thinking of a pandemic, you know, we're just going to have an, a normal nursing c- career and that's it. <laughs> and I don't know if I would have changed my mind, um, but here we are. Um, <laughs> so the process was for me, it was working full time, of course. And then going straight to the library right after work. So we worked nine to five after work. I got to school by six-ish. Um, by the time the library closed, it was 10, 11-ish. <laughs> so it was a 12-hour shift for me. And you already prepared. Yeah, <laughs> a 12-hour shift for me. And the days I weren't in, I was not in the library, I was in class because I had class at night. Classes were from six to nine thirty ish of course we stayed behind sometimes to go over our notes so we probably didn't leave campus until 10 and then on the weekend i had clinicals so i was that was my life right (laughs) for two years (laughs) it that sounds like i mean i i tell people right and i think this is one of the things you mentioned about not necessarily telling everyone, um, you know, and keeping things a little bit close to the chest because not everyone will understand that you have no time to hang out. (laughs) Not everyone will understand when you're like, listen, girl, I can't even talk to you on the phone because I have a half an hour window and I would prefer to take a nap as opposed to talking to you. (laughs) Like, it's great. I'm, you know, I don't want to, but I would just prefer to take this nap because I've been doing 12 hour shifts for the last three days and I would like to take this nap. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, in any situation, right, it takes a lot. But I have read that 
the process to becoming a nurse is one of extra, it's just ridiculously rigorous, right? Um, I think in our previous conversations, Ken, you've mentioned that your professor said, you know, look to the left, look to the right. The people that you start with may not be the people that you're going with. So what was that like for you guys, you know, going into the program and knowing that not all of you may make it? What was that like? Uh, it, it, it was kind of, it was a, a, a mild form of PTSD and, and, and it kind of lit the fire under your feet to take it seriously. Cause the way we studied, well, for most of us, the way you study for your prerequisites is definitely not the same as studying for your nursing exams. A lot of, mm-hmm. most of the time your prereqs requires a lot of memorization for nursing school, we had to learn how to, as the professors say, think like a nurse. <laughs> um, we didn't know how to do that. Um, so <laughs> it required definitely a lot of um, practicing NCLEX style questions just for our nursing exam. So we, they were already mentally preparing us for our state boards from fundamentals. That's the goal. Right. They want their report card to be a high passing score to pass the boards. And for us, we are just trying to make it semester to semester. So my professor, fortunately in fundamentals, she set the foundation to that we should be cohesive as much as possible. If there's any notes or any supplemental textbooks that are good or better than the ones that's in school, share it in the share drive share it in the in, in your in your whatsapp group chat don't keep it to yourself if you understand something better than the other student share it with somebody too so mm. nobody gets left behind right that was that so you guys just became like a, a family yes <laughs> that right get on your last nerves <laughs> but late night snacks but Yes, that's what we had to do. And even till today, I still have a small circle of of us that still um, talk even today. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, that's beautiful, Rochi. Um, the and I, sorry, yeah, I'm, I call her Rochi. Okay, nobody else could do that. That's just my, that's my thing. Um, so. You know, you were talking about the fact that, you know, it's a mild form of PTSD. Um, I like what your professor suggested, right? If you understand something better than the other person, share it. But what I wanted to know is, because I remember, like, I would, oh my goodness, I would see Candace. I feel so sorry for her sometimes because Candace would just have, it'd be, we would be at lunch and Candace would just have the huge notebook. She'd just be sitting there trying to memorize stuff. You, don't talk to her like everybody knew leave Candace alone let her study she, this this is lunch but she needs to study <laughs> um but I, w- I wanted to know what were some of the tools or maybe some you know coping mechanisms that you use to help you during that time because I know it's stressful right like mm-hmm. some people are flunking out life happens right um you're working full-time what did you do to ensure that you did not burn out as you know as as a nursing student for me and you know shout out to the moms out there i knew for me since i don't have children and i'm not married i felt like maybe the process was a little easier for me to just sort of put myself in a bubble and not care about anybody else but um you know i can't i can't imagine how moms juggled working taking care of the kids and going to school at the same time so and then from my perspective, I had to emotionally and mentally prepare myself by starting with small things like turning off the TV when I get home. Um, I had to play soft music um, so that way I can mentally prepare myself to study. I had to I had to meditate. I had to write notes on my flashcards. I had to watch YouTube videos. I had to I had to fast some days to mentally and and spiritually detox my mind <laughs> because that's how serious it was. Otherwise, you, you go crazy. Yes. So I, I I totally empathize with that, right? And even just talking about the fact that there are moms out there who I mean. Listen, it's on a regular day. It's not easy being a mom, 
imagine doing that um, while going to school for nursing, right? It and and working full time, right? Like this is just the sacrifices that sometimes, you know, we make for the betterment of our children. Um, but you know, I, I I totally empathize with that, and I, I appreciate everything that you said because it's not easy. And if you can be able to lean on each other, right? Lean on each other, and then knowing when to just say, "Listen, I need to I need to get some sleep. I need to get some sleep. I need to kind of just take a break a little bit, even if it might feel like." it's not going to do like you might feel like oh I, I can't afford to take a break but your body's at the point where you're like i i really need to take a break you know take that break and get back on the horse right so that is <laughs> can <laughs> i we're doing this right we're, we're recording and i can see her face and candace's face look like she just went back <laughs> Candace looked like she just went back in 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 time to the studying time. She was just having a major flashback. If y'all could see her face, Candace like, oh Lord, Chad. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean we didn't have meltdowns. Like there were moments we had meltdowns. There were moments we were signing with each other, and then the next day we're like, all right, let's go to the bar. And let's talk about this test, girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause that's what you gotta do. And that's sometimes that's also what you do with family, right? You fight, you get annoyed with each other, but then at the end of the day, you come right back and you get at yes. it. Yes. So that, yeah. that was that's... how we we balanced our time, like studying, fighting, studying, eating, go to the bar. <laughs> Nursing, nursing survival kit yeah. one. Oh, and for those that you know that um were that were more religious than for me, it was mm -hmm. study, work, study, eat, pray, study, go to the bar. <laughs> She's like, listen, Lord, I'm gonna have some of this Jesus juice yes. because you know I'm sorry, I'm not gonna overdo it. However, just one. In lieu of, I, I understand, Candace. I understand. Uh, and to each his own, right? You do what you got to do. You do it in moderation. Um, so, you know, with that, those were some of the tools that you coped with, yeah. right? So you went through nursing school. Everything, you know, went well. You fought with some people. You did what you had to do. Here comes 2020. I remember January, you know, Another friend of ours, we got our invitation. Candace was like, y'all coming to my graduation? We were like, yes, girl. We're so proud of you. We went to Candace's graduation January 2020. What what date was it, Candace? January 7th. January 7th, 2020. Okay. We went to Candace's graduation. You know, the family was there. We were so proud. We took pictures. Um, you know, we spoke at the end. We were so proud of you. And then we were like, girl, you know, we can't wait to hear everything when you take your boards. Not realizing that 2020 <laughs> was the year of the panorama, the pandemic, <laughs> the twilight zone, the reset, whatever you want to call it, it happened. Candace, what was it like starting your nursing career? Because you, you passed the boards on your birthday. Oh my gosh. Well, you and Queen Elizabeth's birthday, yes. rest in peace. <laughs> so it's an inside joke, y'all. She just told me before the recording that um, we were talking about just side note, 2.5, 2.5. Give me a second, y'all. Before the recording, we were talking and um, I think we were talking about, oh, Lisa Marie Presley, she passed away and we were so we were like, oh, wow, you know, all the greats, you know, gone, not her, but like her dad and... Um, Michael Jackson. I was like, oh yeah, I remember exactly where I was when Prince died, right? And I was telling her, I was like, oh, I was at work and I was standing up and I found out and I was so, I was so devastated. She's like, well, um, well, Prince died on my birthday. And I was just like, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you, did you just try to one up me to say, girl, you, yes, you were very, you were very hurt that he passed away. However, it was my birthday. I was like, oh, wow, Candace. Um, okay well i guess i she's like yes and brooklyn because she's she reps brooklyn y'all she was like and brooklyn brooklyn was just playing prince all over the place it was prince music brooklyn my birthday in that order 
And then I was like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I was like, well, all right. And she's like, and by the way, Queen Elizabeth and I have the same birthday. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, so now you Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> she was like, you know, we have the same birthday. I was like, okay, Candace. Um, well, I have Diddy. <laughs> like, I was like, I got Diddy, you know, Diddy and I are born the same day. Um, I don't know if he's going by Diddy now or still. However, she's like, yes, you have Diddy, but I have the queen. So, <laughs> you know, my 2.5 is over, but that's where the, that's where the Queen Elizabeth thing came in. So Candace, January, 2020, we graduated. We're so happy for you celebrating can't wait to see what's going to happen now you're you're hunkering down to study for your boards talk to us candace what was it like starting your nursing career you know um during the height of the pandemic because that's when you literally started oh my gosh yes so obviously nobody knew what was going on what to expect i mean the closest we had to a pandemic for nurses um was the ebola i don't remember what year we had the Ebola breakout, but it, I felt like it ended pretty quickly. This pandemic, um, it's, it's just long, rigorous, draining. Nobody knows what to do. Um, and then f for me as a new nurse, you, we're kind of nervous because we're thinking, are they going to hire us still? And they still were hiring because they, they really needed help. You know, nurses, the hospitals really needed help. They were willing to have nurses um, start um, with like a, a tentative license. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Really? Right. But not everybody did that. But, you know, it was always best just come in with your license. And they were more willing. They were more um, new nurse friendly. Oh, prior to the pandemic, I don't think hospitals were as new nurse friendly they were willing to hire but i think they need you to have like five ten years uh -huh. <laughs> that's what i felt you know but i felt like they were more open um during 2020 and side note i don't recommend anybody taking their state boards during their birthday so yeah um <laughs> Okay, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, I, I took mine during my birthday week. I don't recommend anybody doing that. But yes, I passed. So there you go. It was a yes. good thing. <laughs> it, worked it worked out, out. for your Thank birthday. Um, um, so yeah, I don't... It was... Uh, I mean, it was just a lot of... By the time I started working, August of 2020... The peak has started to die down a little bit, so they had already started to have more organization with PPE, and they were mm -hmm. giving us N95s every day. Every day was a new N95 mask, and um, we were just a little bit more careful with um, making sure we do COVID testing and frequent frequently making sure nobody has a spike in fever because sometimes you can miss it if their patient is coming from the ED from the emergency department maybe the results are delayed or mm. or they can't they when they tested in the emergency department maybe the results were negative at that time and then eventually it, the results eventually all of a sudden the patient starts getting uh, a fever so then we're getting we're doing another COVID swab and then lo and behold, right. oh my gosh, I was taking care of a patient with COVID and they're sharing a patient and they're sharing a room with a non-COVID patient. So it was just a lot to 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 juggle. So was it you know, for, for the nurses, because I can only speak like from the perspective as a non-healthcare worker, mm -hmm. right? Was for you guys, did you guys feel that same kind of panic that maybe the rest of the world was feeling as you were going through this because you guys were in the in the thick of it right like you guys are in the hospitals mm -hmm. even if you're not necessarily like in the covid area or departments or i'm not sure what you would call it the covid units mm -hmm. you're still there yeah. right day in and day out um did you guys still feel did you guys feel that that sense of like panic or like that heightened sense of awareness or 
the the feeling of maybe hopelessness, helplessness? Um, what were some of the, the things that you and your colleagues um, felt during that time? Um, when I started in August 2020, based on the stories that the senior nurses were saying that they did have a sense of panic. Everybody was getting sick all at the same time and they just didn't understand why, you know, and at that time PPE was, it was, uh, there was a short, a shortage or they weren't getting enough at a faster rate. So, you know, supplies were limited. So then you're coming in, you're panicking and nobody knows what to do. So mm. the best that they could do was keep on their masks. Keep on a N95, a N95 mask. Uh, wash your hands as frequently, which we already were doing, but they're like, wash it more. <laughs> right. Wash your hands more. Um, families weren't allowed to visit. And if they were, they only had one visitor at a time. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was a strain for the patient. Of course, for us as nurses, uh, less visitors were great for us. <laughs> so we could focus more right and administering care yeah, right. so we could focus on our patient more more fully um but we knew that it, you know it was emotionally draining for our patients so we tried to make sure they're you know check on them how are you feeling do you need anything we'll try to go the extra mile to make sure that they right. feel emotionally um present as possible right what were some of the things that you you did and and maybe you could speak to maybe some of the colleagues that you had to um to help you guys cope during that time like what were some of the things that you relied on um what did we do mostly it was um i guess asking just talking to each other making asking each other how you doing how's the family you know from mm. um, sometimes you go home and then they would say, oh my gosh, my husband has COVID, but I don't have COVID. So I don't know, understand. And then now they have to stay home. So then, then we have to cover each other um, at work because now she has to stay home and take care of her her husband or whoever. Um, so to cope, it was mainly talking to one another, um, maybe bringing each other snacks mm. um, to, to, to work just to make sure. Sh- you know, just to pick up our spirits. Um, right. And what else? I was thinking maybe, well, for us, maybe by HRA, we used to do thought of the day. <laughs> oh, yes. We used to do that um, with our old supervisor. We would take a moment and everyone would come with the thought of the day. And we would all read it. You know, everybody would read their thought. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was, yeah. Those were good so- times. So you guys did that uh, in the beginning, but then it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hard between right. patients. It's hard to do it when you yeah. just need to. Once you literally, once you hit the floor, it's just time to start running. <laughs> some some days right. are like that. Like, oh my gosh, we need to go to this room asap. So, so there were just little things like that. Little things, but it came down basically to just asking, "Hey, are yeah. you okay?" Yeah. Right. Like, I think. In a lot of times when, when, and I've spoken about this before that, you know, we just, we just got to get back to basics when it comes to our interactions, right? Like if you thought, think of someone, right. Or if you thought of somebody or let's say you are just, you're used to texting somebody, go the extra mile and give them a call and say, Hey, how's it going? You know, you guys are in this situation where you're you're working longer hours right you're understaffed (laughs) overworked um but you guys you guys had each other so you would just say hey how how are you doing right and just that little thing you know makes a difference Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um and even now that we're in our third year of the pandemic um it's not as bad as before in my opinion even though the news is saying um numbers are still spiking but nobody's, from what I see, nobody's like literally passing away. Because of right. And that's a right. win. So that's what I see. I don't know what the other hospitals mm-hmm. see, but that's what I see. Um, right. And it's back to the same thing. PPE and 95 masks all day. 
and we have more we have more supply of that now we have more ppe more n95 masks and we try our best to just ask each other how we're doing right um so you guys you know so during the the height of the pandemic you guys are just running around it's going crazy um but now like you mentioned the numbers are spiking and the news is like oh my gosh the numbers are spiking oh my gosh this new variant uh but you said something that's so important um yes the numbers are spiking but people aren't dying right um and that's that's always right. a good thing um not that the numbers are spiking but the fact that no one's dying that's the that's the part that we tend mm-hmm. to forget right. right um if you get sick you don't get as, as sick before. right like Correct. you just as before so there are wins to it i think it's just what you choose to focus on um um, but i i want to know right switching gears a little bit still talking about like your nursing but um what do you what have you been doing right so you talked about what you guys were doing during the height of the pandemic um but we hear so much especially now about burnout right we hear about burnout with nurses um we hear about burnout everywhere right but especially those who have been in the healthcare field um it's like this this flashlight is now being focused on you guys uh what have you been doing or how have you been practicing self-care to avoid burnout you're pretty young in the nursing game <laughs> but you know it's easy to get caught up and say i need to be on it all the time i need to be there i need to step up what have you been doing what have you been practicing um in order to avoid burnout um for me i like to go to the spa (laughs) i like to go to the spa at least once a month or once every other month get your nails done get a pedicure um i like to watch movies i like to read a book um i like to take walks on a nice day but now that it's winter we can't really go outside as much as as we want to um and yeah listen to music go out go out with with the girlfriends you know go out to brunch go out get a drink and and for me for uh, for those that are more religious listen to sermons that give you um encouragement and upliftment mm-hmm. so that's what i do that's what you do um so what does your morning routine look like as a nurse? Like, what does that look like? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting in your business, Candace. Like, what is that? <laughs> no, because I know. I mean, because now that we're like in this social media era, a lot of nurses do post their morning routines now. But my morning routine, I usually play music in the morning, something encouraging or listen to a podcast in the morning while I'm taking a shower. I, I hope you're listening to the Talks with Brie podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Either a Talks with Brie or I don't know, maybe a sermon or just music to start my day. You know, grab um, a quick breakfast or uh, make sure I have granola bar, banana in my bag. Make sure I have all my supplies. I try to... <laughs> you know make sure my bag my nursing bag is set the night before but sometimes that don't happen um (laughs) yeah and then um yeah what else uh you know make sure my hair is looking okay (laughs) (laughs) you know you know for all the sisters out there you know you want to stick your edges down (laughs) you know you can feel feel a little cute (laughs) Nothing wrong with that, Kiana. Real cute, and um, and then I head out the door. I head out the door, say a prayer to make sure I'm safe on the train or in the Uber, mm. and then and then start start the day. Start start, start your day. Hit That's the floor. It. Hit the ground yes. running. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. The nurse is out there. Nurse Kansas on the move. Um, I have two more questions for you. Um, well, maybe it's three, but let's see how I feel about the last okay. one. Um, Candace. Yes. What's a common myth about your field that you're learning about now? A common myth? What mm-hmm. are the myths that you've heard? Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to get no nurses to come after me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, people might be like, well, you know, nurses, they don't really do nothing. Or, you know, they just talk. Or, was it like, Grey's Anatomy? Are y'all making out? You know, like, little things like that that um, folks have seen or people have maybe said or assumed um, about it. Kenneth's like, no, no, we're very serious about what we do. Y'all should see her face. Um, the, uh, the myth what, the, what? that we don't do anything. We are the heartbeat of oh, the hospital. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Y'all, she just took, she just took, she backed off her cardigan. <laughs> She's ready to fight. She's ready to fight. Go uh, Candace. Um, I mean, yes, our doc, our attendings and residents, they, 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 I guess people could say that they steer the ship, but the nurses, we keep the ship afloat. <laughs> As you can Ooh. see, our nurses strike. She's like, they're out there. Striking and the attendings are there. <laughs> right. 7,000 nurses runs. just went on strike. <laughs> oh, ooh. oh, okay. So he's like, and that's what? And they were like, sorry, we can't afford to have yeah. people out. <laughs> Look to how get this fast together they came to an agreement. They sure did. I, I saw it. Um, and I was just like, well, look at that. Cause we were talking about it just earlier in the week. We were talking about earlier yes. in the week. And sure enough, by today, they were like, we have a breach agreement. <laughs> All the nurses, please go back yes. to work. <laughs> the hospital cannot run yes. without you. Um, we appreciate you. We've said it. Now we're showing you monetarily. Yes. <laughs> right. Which is all they really wanted with some respect in the form yes. of cash. <laughs> um, and, and more more staffing. That's the main issue. More staffing mm. and getting our money's worth. You know, we can't keep doing overtime, overtime, overtime. Eventually, you get overly burnt out. <laughs> yes. Um, and I will say one of the things I did not know about nursing, or it's not necessarily a myth, but one of the things that I did not know is how physically taxing it is to yeah. the body. Like people don't talk about like the fact that nurses are basically superheroes, literally lifting, doing the things that you never thought a nurse mm -hmm. would do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, a lot of lifting. You definitely need help. You cannot, there is, I was about to say, there's no I in nursing there is but <laughs> there's no i in nurse yes there's no i in nurse so you have to, it is a team effort <laughs> you cannot do nursing alone alone you have to ask for help <laughs> that's the major thing that's asking right. for help you cannot ha go in with a big ego thinking you could do be a nurse by yourself that's just not mm. gonna work <laughs> Um, what other myths are out there? Um, I mean, if you can't find any more, I have another question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice. Yes. 18 year old Candace. Um, <laughs> what would it be? Just one. Take your time, girl. Don't, don't think too think. hard. What was I doing? I had just started. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wait, I got to think. What was I doing when I was 18? Uh, Definitely, I would would have started therapy sooner. I was okay. not in therapy. I was not. I definitely, I think I would have probably um, signed up for nursing school sooner if I if I wasn't um, if I had a stronger sense of identity and a, and and, mm. and um, more emotional support through therapy. That's mm -hmm. that's what I would would have done differently. Tell tell 18-year-old Candace girl, you really want to do nursing. Don't right. settle. <laughs> Go right for nursing. And if you feel like you don't know or you feel like you might be a little confused about what you really want to do, here. Here's the number of a therapist. They're going to be right. your friend. Right. Um, Support systems, find a mentor sooner. What I would have mm -hmm. done differently. I did not seek out any mentorship, no therapist. I was just taking classes not really sure what i wanted to do <laughs> mm, okay um would you say that in spite of all of that right like in spite of that and the lessons that you've learned um do you feel like you're okay with how things have turned out when you look when you look at the journey like do you think it's made you stronger made you a better person. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like it definitely helped 
to take me out of my comfort zone because I'm definitely known to be more on the quiet side. I guess they, people like to say the word introverted. I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> I like to go out too. But, you know, for nurses that see um, that are more introverted, you can still challenge yourself to work in the healthcare field. We, it, it definitely mm. helps to challenge you mentally and emotionally, but uh, it helps to expand the way you communicate with everyone, with your friends, with your coworkers. Um, uh, if you if you go to church, that help also helps to communicate outside of the workplace as well. Um, so for me, it helped to with communicating and and trying to check on people because you know in the hospital we see a lot of stuff that that, that normal person mm. shouldn't see. So it kind of helps mm. you to have a different perspective on on life and appreciate the fact that you are healthier than most people. <laughs> so we have to pay attention to any little changes in our body that seems normal to others, but not normal to you. Right. That's awesome, Candace. And as you were speaking, I just felt so incredibly proud of you. <laughs> um, because I've seen the growth. I've seen the growth in you. Um, and it's, it's just amazing to see the woman that you are blossoming into. And I 100% you know, stand behind you and support you and cheer for you, um, in every area. Um, but just hearing you talk about just how much you've stretched yourself, right. You've challenged yourself. Um, I'm really very, very, very proud of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I know, but you know, I got to give roses where roses are due. Right. Um, it's beautiful to see. Don't roll your eyes, girl. Um, it's beautiful to see. We're all a work in progress and, you know, trying to write down goals and set new, you know, I just want to learn new things. I want to be exposed to new things. I, I want to have a, a balance to work, a work life balance. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's it. You, you mentioned what I mentioned, um, but we've talked about it, right? The fact that you want to leverage, and I said this the last question, but you know, this is just, this is good. So this talks with Brie. Um, you talked about the fact that you want to leverage your nursing career um, to, you know, have multiple streams of income, whether it's investing in real estate, owning multiple business. Um, talk about that a little bit um, and tell the people what, you know, you see yourself what you see for yourself for the future. I see myself staying in healthcare for, you know, until re whenever retirement is, God's willing. Um, but I definitely see myself getting into some form of real estate. I'm not sure what, how that, I'm not sure how that's going to look for me, but um, once it starts getting a little warmer, I, I definitely want to get more into Start networking with people that are, are working or doing real estate investments. So I just have to figure out what is that? How would that look for me? How can I get my foot in the door in that? Now that I'm working three days a week, I want to be able to balance my time wisely and not just watch Netflix. <laughs> Even though I like watching movies, I like watching movies, but I still like to, you know, make sure I. You want to get, you still want to make sure that you have Use a lot of sticks in the, yeah. in the fire. Exactly. Wisely, you know, so I love it. I love it. Nurses, well, not just nurses. Everyone should have multiple streams of income. Everyone. Agreed. 100%. So, it's the only, you know, and not, not the only way, but it's, it's a way to build wealth, yeah. long-term wealth. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that we don't, we don't talk about a lot, but it's something that right. we should. And I like what you mentioned about, you know, going to networking events. That's another example of you stretching yourself, right? And getting out of your mm -hmm. comfort zone. So kudos to you on that. Um, so guys, you heard it here. Um, this wonderful cam conversation with Nurse Cans. Uh, she has... <clears throat> 
told us a little bit about herself and some of her goals and aspirations. So look out, y'all. If you see a building, you know, saying Nurse Can's healthcare facility or something like that, you never know, right? Because she could be a business. She's talking about business owning, right? So Candace, the sky's the limit, right? You could, you could do your nursing and you can also own a healthcare facility. You never know, right? You just put it out there and see what happens. Whatever God has for you, he will have for you and he will make it happen. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> Candace, thank you so much for joining me. Um, tell the audience where they can find you or follow you along on your journey. Um, your Instagram uh, handle, it is, please. And thank you. My Instagram handle is Nurse Kens. You can find it on Instagram. I mean, I'm, I'm working on trying to use it. <laughs> it's still a little dry, but I'm a. I have a need Sabrina's accountability to make sure I'm actually using it and start you got this it. future blog. That, I mean, it depends on, it's depending on what people want to know. You know, I just want to be able to start getting out of my comfort zone and sharing my journey I'm ho in hopes of inspiring others that want to get into this healthcare field. Love it. Um, so you could find Candace at Nurse Cans on IG. Uh, Candace, do you have any last uh, parting words for the folks? If not, I will close out this episode. I don't think so. Um, Nurse Cans, you know, is, is N U R S E Cans C A N N Z. So you could just, you know, give a shout out, say hello, and I'll respond. That's great. Guys, I will be putting Candace's Instagram information in the show notes. So look out for that. Uh, folks, thank you guys so much for joining us this week on the first episode of our Leap of Faith series. Um, there's so much more coming up. I can't wait to share with you guys. Um, and I'll be having another couple of interviews for the Outside Looking In series. So stay tuned. Folks, you can drop me a line at talkswithbreepod at gmail.com. If you would like to share your leap of faith story, um, drop me a line and we can talk about it. Um, if you just want to say hi, you can also drop me a line. Say hello. Say hi, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, hi, Brie. Hi. Right? <laughs> hey, Brie. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at talkswithbreepod at gmail.com. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at talkswithbree underscore pod uh don't forget to rate the podcast and leave a review wherever you stream your episodes also subscribe to the podcast y'all uh folks thank you so much for joining me this week on the first installment of the leap of, leap of faith series i wish you all an amazing week and as you go through the week you know what i like to say you know what i like to say don't forget to take a moment be present be still. Remember where you have been and appreciate you where you are. This is Sabrina signing out. Till next time. Bye guys.